0: Welcome to Brexville United Methodist Church and our online worship. I am Pastor Heidi Welch, and whether you call Brexville UMC your spiritual home, or this is your first time joining us, it is good to be worshiping together today. You might notice that I am not in the sanctuary this morning, and that is because it is a few short days after Christmas, and our staff is taking a much-needed time off. This service has been re- pre recorded as a gift to you from our Brexville UMC staff, and we will each participate from our own homes, reminding us that we can worship God anywhere. Brexville UMC strives to be an inclusive church, which means that we intentionally make space for everyone to encounter the love of God. It doesn't matter your age, your gender, your race, your income level, your sexual orientation, or your ability. You are welcome at brexel umc and you are invited to participate and get connected into our ministries and missions as one of our members said we honor and celebrate our differences with jesus as the great uniter those who are joining on facebook please take a moment and say hello in the comments and no matter where you are joining us from whether it's our website or youtube or facebook please take a moment and sign in with our attendance register. This is a way that we can know who is joining us and you can give us any updated information that you have. And you can also comment and and share with us anything that you would like us to know on that form as well. It is good to be worshiping and loving God together, even though we are physically apart. I'm grateful for the technology that enables us to worship God from anywhere and remind us that we all have a part to play in worship. We know that wherever we are right now, we are worshiping God, and therefore we are on holy ground. So let us take a moment, take a deep breath, and prepare ourselves for worship. Let's pray. Beloved God, here on the heels of Christmas, we speak of love. We speak of joy, we speak of candlelight and fireside. We speak of dreams being fulfilled and we speak of Gloria's and angel choruses. We speak the words, do not be afraid. Here on the heels of Christmas, we are called to speak for the world needs your light. A light that shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it. Let us worship, and listen, and then let us speak, O God. Amen. Now we will have Jamie and Dana sing for us, Go Tell It on the Mountain.
1: Happy Sunday, everyone. I invite you to uh, join us. Get cozy. If you have a fireside, uh, join us by the fireside uh, to sing our next song. If you don't have a fireside, probably don't start a fire. That's not a good plan. I, as we sing the next song, it is "Go Tell It on the Mountain." Uh, this song, for me, it shows a lot of the emotion that are the emotions that are involved in starting a new year. There's excitement. There is fear. There is uh, uh, there's a little bit of sadness, but there is mostly joy. I think the song has an overwhelming sense of joy to me. Um, And I just want to encourage you to allow yourself to feel joy as we start this new year, as we carry on into 2021. Um, I invite you to join me in leaning into our joy. All right.
2: Moment is going to be a little bit different. I want to talk to everybody, all ages. If you're a little, little person or a senior citizen, I want this message uh, to come to you. Today's Bible story is about Simeon and Anna. They're two prophets living in the temple. Joseph and Mary come and bring baby Jesus to them. And they have been waiting for the Messiah to be born and they recognize who Jesus is and proclaim the good news that Christ is born. Jesus is born and he will save us. And you know this gives us a really cool opportunity to sit back and think about who are our Simeon and Annas in our life. Who are the people who have come alongside of you and who have shouted out who Jesus is and how Jesus affects you when Jesus is in your heart who are those people and i bet if you're like me you could name a whole bunch of people who have come and been on that faith walk with you and have have helped you to understand and know God better and and l- learn those lessons of Jesus and just live a life that's different because of Jesus. So I wanted to share with you today, uh, my Simeon and my Anna, and I just, there's so many, there are so many people, many of you, all of you who have been on this faith walk at Brooksville United Methodist Church with me have been people who have brought me closer to Jesus. But I just wanted to take it to God. And I'm gonna ask you to do the same thing today. So, in a in a in a time of my prayer, I just started reflecting on, and God was with me on this journey, started reflecting on all the different people from the time I was very young uh, up until now who have been on this faith walk with me, who have been my Simeon and my Anna, who have proclaimed that good news of who Jesus is. And I'll tell you, over and over, I had the same image of the same people come into my mind. They were, um, a young, uh, a a young guy and and a young woman, um, who were my youth leaders when I was in high school. Um, they, they were back at my old elementary school and myself and just a handful, maybe five or six of us would go down and meet up with them. Um, you know, once a week or so, and we probably only did it for about two years. Uh, honestly, I don't think they ever planned a lesson. We did not crack open the Bible and and pull apart the, the messages of Jesus and the lessons of Jesus in the Bible. We did pray. We would we would start with prayer. We would end with prayer. We would cover our our time together in prayer. But we played games, and we did acts of service in the in the community, um, and we talked. We we talked to them about what was going on uh, in our school day, uh, what was going on at home with our families. Um, You know what, I bet there were times too that even just the small group of us that we might've butted heads a little bit, uh, maybe had some arguments and disagreements. And we lived life. And these two people, Joe and Jeanette, they exemplified Jesus they listened to us they were patient they were generous with their time and with their information about who jesus was and how jesus lived and how we could live a more christ-centered life and they didn't they didn't preach it at us they led by example their hearts were open and welcoming and inclusive And just being there with them and seeing them um, live the way they lived was such a lesson and was such a blessing to me. And in my time of prayer of thinking, who are my Simeon and who are my Anna? I just kept thinking of Joe and Jeanette. And so I did a quick Google search because I have not thought about them probably since the day I went off to college. And found out something really cool, and that is they live in Brecksville. I grew up in Parma. They lived in Parma at the time. They're married now, and they live local. So I am writing them a Christmas card, and I am going to tell them what I am just telling you right now, that they were beautiful, shining examples of Jesus's love, and they proclaimed, like Simeon and Anna, who Jesus is and to how to hold Jesus in your heart. Um, I'm gonna mail that letter off. I I hope it brings a a spark of light to their day. Uh, And I am going to ask you to do the same thing. First of all, enter into prayer time. Go on your your faith journey in your mind with God and think about the people. Think about a person who, who crossed your path at some point in time who really made a difference for you. Uh, in understanding Jesus and in knowing God better and reach out to them. If you have their phone number, call them. If you have their email, send them a quick email. If you can find their address online, write them a little letter and let them know that they have been your Simeon and Anna, that they have proclaimed who Jesus is to you and your life has been better because of them. I hope you have a wonderful new year. Happy New Year to everybody and I will see you in 2021.
3: Go tell it on the mountain over
0: We have a few ministry moments for you today. The first is that we have a few days left in 2020. Yippee! If you would like to have your giving to the church be for this year, for 2020, then please get it to us by December 31st. You can text, or you can do our online giving, or you can drop it off at the church office. And then also on January 3rd, we will have a special service to renew our covenant with God. The beginning of the new year is a great time to reflect and to recommit our lives and ourselves to learning and to growing with God. And so we invite you to participate in this covenant renewal service. All are welcome to join and we will, as part of this service, participate in communion together online. So prepare your bread and juice before the service so that we can partake in this holy sacrament together. And then also we have a new Sunday School class beginning on January 10th. Jenny Gee, our Christian Education Director, is going to lead a group through Philip Yancey's book study on prayer. It's a Zoom-based class and you can sign up for it by emailing Jenny or contacting the church office. It's for adults and older teens and anyone who would like to join and just learn more and dig into what it means to pray and to talk with God. Check out our website, Facebook, and our bulletin, they are all great ways to find out what is going on through Brexwell UMC and how you can get connected. We would love to help you find your niche in our church, and so contact us and we can help you with that. Everything that we are able to accomplish for God's kingdom, it is because of the way that you give so generously through this church, and we are grateful for that, and I thank you for that, especially in this unordinary year. The way that you have given faithfully is just simply a blessing. And I invite you to take a moment and to do that now, whether you give online or by text or through the mail. Giving is a practical way that you say, yes, I believe in the ministries that God is doing through Brexville UMC and I want to participate. So now let us give to God through the giving of our tithes and our offerings. Let's pray. God of hope and joy, the gifts we offer to you pale in comparison with all you have given us this season, wholeness and our woundedness, hope and our despair, peace in our turmoil. Like Simeon, our eyes have seen your salvation and you give us light in our darkness. Help us embrace your extravagant generosity as we give ourselves to others. Bless these gifts. May they do your work in this world. In our Savior's holy name we pray. Amen. Now Pastor Barb will share with us in a time of confession.
4: Family of God, I invite you into a time of confession by first hearing this story by pastor and writer writer Sarah R. When I was in seventh grade, my youth pastor asked the group the question, where have you seen God today? Thinking that this must be a trick question, I began mentally racing through my day, trying to imagine what he could possibly mean. Where had I seen God today? We had spent the day on the hiking trail, All I had seen were people and nature. As my panic settled into my gut, and I was unable to answer the question, one of my peers began speaking. She spoke of the beauty of the sunrise and how the gift of another day felt holy. Then another friend spoke of the little girl we passed on the trail Who had given her a wildflower an act of random kindness to a complete stranger another peer mentioned david who had helped pick josh up when he had slipped in the mud showing only genuine concern and on and on they went until I began to see that God was everywhere And it was not enough to keep inside. Seeing God in your midst is one thing. Speaking it out loud for all to hear, that's entirely different. The world needs this good news. We are not called to be silent. So, family of faith, please join me in our prayer of confession as found on your screen. God of today and tomorrow, we know that your fingerprints are all over this world. And we know that those who dream cannot keep silent. So today we pray. Give us eyes to see you, give us courage to trust you, and give us lips to speak of you in our midst. Gratefully we pray, amen.
0: Reading scripture is a central part to worship. Today we read about Simeon and Anna, two figures who could not keep silent about God's dream unfolding in front of their eyes. So let us listen to God speaking through these ancient words. Then when the days stipulated by Moses for purification were complete, they took Jesus up to Jerusalem to offer him to God as commanded in God's law. Every male who opens the womb shall be a holy offering to God and also to sacrifice the pair of doves or two young pigeons prescribed in God's law in jerusalem at the time there was a man simeon by name a good man a man who lived in the prayerful expectancy of help of israel and the holy spirit was on him the holy spirit had shown simeon that he would see the messiah of god before he died led by the spirit simeon entered the temple as the parents of the child jesus brought him in to carry out the rituals of the law, Simeon took him into his arms and blessed God. God, you can now release your servant, release me in peace as you promised. With my own eyes, I have seen your salvation. It's now out in the open for everyone to see, a God revealing light to the non-Jewish nations and of glory for your people of Israel. Jesus's father and mother were speechless with surprise at these words. Simeon went on to bless them and said to Mary, his mother, this child marks both the failure and the recovery of many in Israel. A figure misunderstood and contradicted the pain of the sword thrust through you, but the rejection will force honesty as God reveals who they really are. Anna the prophetess was also there a daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher. She was by now a very old woman. She had been married seven years and a widow for 84. She never left the temple area, worshiping night and day with her fasting and prayers. At the very time Simeon was praying, she showed up, broke into an anthem of praise to God, and talked about the child to all who were waiting expectantly for the freeing of Jerusalem. When they finished everything required by God and the law, Joseph and Mary and Jesus returned to Galilee and their own town, Nazareth. There the child Jesus grew strong in body and wise in spirit, and the grace of God was on him. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of this word.
5: Good morning. Each week in staff meeting, we talk about times during the previous week where we've felt or seen the Spirit. And in our scripture reading today, Simeon would have quite a story to tell. A young child came to him. He didn't know who he was, but yet he knew he was the Messiah. In fact, if he tried to tell others about his story, they may not even believe him. And I think that's what a lot of spirit moments are about. It's that time that we know that we have had a special connection to God, and others may not even experience the same thing at the same time, and may not even believe us if we tried to tell our story. When I think about the spirit moments I've had in my life, I can lump them into some rather broad categories. The first is nature. Seeing God in the world around me the beauty of God's creation, landscapes, the night sky, the power of the ocean, the many creatures God has created, or the beautiful fall colors. Those times I feel speechless and a sense of awe at what God has created. Another time is those, those, times of, those difficult times where I feel comfort when I feel all twisted inside and and things um, seem to have no reason, then all of a sudden I have this sense of calm. It often comes when I'm praying and I know that God is right there with me, saying everything will be all right. Another big category is music. The notes and the words can touch my heart in ways that I can't even describe. At other times, I feel goosebumps at the songs I've heard over and over again through the years of my life. On Christmas Eve, when we sing joy to the world, I often can't even sing the first verse because I'm so choked up. And then there's those times, and I wish they happened a lot more often, when the words I speak and, or I may write down feel like they're from beyond my own thoughts. I know God is guiding my mouth or my hands in those special times. And then there are those moments where I seem to have a special or new understanding, where I hear a Bible story and something I've heard many, many times before, and all of a sudden there's something new that strikes me. I call those moments my aha moments. They often occur during a church sermon or during Sunday school or maybe when I'm reading um, a devotional. I ask myself at those times how I've never really got that before. It's like a moment of enlightenment that for whatever reason God chose that time and that place for to give me some special insight and understanding. And then there's those times I feel a nudge or a or a, nu- a tug to do something outside of my comfort zone. It's sometimes something I don't think I have time to do or I have no interest in doing. But when I decide to try, I get more from the experience than I ever could have imagined. During this Christmas season, I felt many times where the spirit was around me and I hope you've had the same experience. And as we move into the new year, may we all have many new and wonderful times where we see and connect with God in a special way.
6: Pastor Barbara Red. Mary and Joseph took Jesus into the temple to carry out the rituals of the law. Much like what we call baptism today. Um, I was baptized at Brexwell United Methodist Church in February of 1983. Maybe some of you were there. Probably not a lot of you because it was quite a long time ago. Um, 28 years later, my oldest son, Miles, was also baptized in our church. And taking a two and a half month old into a formal setting to be baptized was incredibly nerve-wracking for mike and i we just were um scared nervous didn't know what to do if the baby started to cry and i'm sure um we felt very similar to how mary and joseph felt taking baby jesus into the temple luckily miles did awesome and after he took the sacrament pastor clark had his godmother hoist him up and ask you all in the pews, could this child be the one? We made it through. Four years later, we repeated the process with my son, Owen. Again, he did great. Um, Having both of my children baptized in the church that I grew up in and was also baptized in was really a full circle moment for me as an adult and for a parent. And I wanted to thank all of you for welcoming me and both of my children into the church and the church family.
7: This morning's poem is titled i imagine by sarah r i imagine they packed bags water and food blankets and clothes i imagine they packed tools maps and telescopes that they could bring the stars closer as if the sky was a comforter they could pull near i imagine they hugged loved ones and said we'll be back soon And when loved ones said, don't leave, it's risky. You don't even know what you're chasing. I imagine they put lips to forehead and said, there is a light in the darkness. I must chase that. And then I imagine they walked. I imagine they walked until legs were tired and knees gave out. Maybe they told stories on the road and laughed into open sky. Or maybe they sat in silence and prayed for more light. However the road unfolded, I imagine it was not easy. I imagine all of this, not because I've chased stars, but because I have dreamed. And these dreams for justice make the Magi's story my own. For every time we fight for justice, we start in the dark, we hug loved ones and say, There is a light in the darkness. I must chase that. We walk until we're tired and then we keep walking. We laugh at the open sky as a form of resistance. We pray in the night for signs of more light. And no matter how important the journey is, no matter how much progress we make, the journey to justice is never easy. And so I pray that maybe one day we will be like the Magi and we will walk ourselves into the light. Until then, don't forget, there's a light in the darkness, we must chase that.
0: some dreams that we keep to ourselves, but then there are others that must be spoken out loud. Anna and Simeon speak about their dreams for Israel. They speak of their dreams for the Messiah. They could not keep silent. So to practice speaking our dreams out loud for the world to hear, I invite you to participate in this time of prayer. Think about these following prompts And after a few moments, we will enter into a time of prayer together. And I invite you to speak your prayers out loud at that time, or writing them and sharing them in the comments with one another. Remember, you are speaking in prayer to God. Those around you might hear you, and that's a good thing, because we are not called to keep all of our dreams to ourselves. So let us listen and pray upon these prompts. Anna and Simeon begin speaking by praising God. What is something that you are grateful for? What is a piece of good news that is worthy of praise to you? Anna and Simeon have dreams of a better world. What dream or dreams do you have for the world? Anna and Simeon speak and are heard, but not all people are listened to with the same equality in our world. Think of one person or group of people that are speaking but not being heard. May this be a reminder that we can use our voices for and alongside others. Who can you speak alongside? Let us pray. Holy dreamer, when they saw Jesus, Anna and Simeon spoke your praise. And this time we now lift aloud our own prayers of gratitude and praise. Holy dreamer, Anna and Simeon had dreams of a better world. We, too, have these dreams, and we will not keep silent about them. We now offer our dreams to you. Holy dreamer, when Anna and Simeon speak, their voices are heard, and what they say is received with reverence. Yet we live in a world where not all voices are heard. Instead, many are silenced. We now lift our prayers for those whose voices are silenced or muted. Holy God, we lift all these prayers, written and unwritten, spoken and unspoken to you. Hold them with care, give them life, breathe your grace into them and make all things new we pray these things through the power of jesus who taught his disciples to pray saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Anna and Simeon's professions of faith inspired everyone around them because they spoke their beliefs out loud for others to hear. So let us mirror their conviction and courage by speaking out loud what we believe. I encourage you to join me in the bold words that are found on your screen. We believe in telling the story. The story of a loving and merciful God who will not let God's people go. The story of a baby who grew up and changed the world. The story of our faith. We believe in speaking up for our neighbors, for the oppressed, for the overlooked and marginalized. We believe in speaking out against violence, greed, abuse, fear, scarcity mindset, and bigotry. We believe in passing the mic so that we are not the only ones speaking, so that we can lift up the voices of those around us, so that we too might listen and learn we believe in the good news of the gospel we believe that this good news is too good to keep to ourselves we believe that those who dream cannot keep silent speak to us holy god speak through us holy god may it be so amen as you go from this time of worship May you have the strength to dream dreams, wild dreams of justice and peace and joy that overflows. May you have the humanity to listen to the dreams of others. May you have the confidence to trust that God, the God who heard the cries of the Israelites in Egypt, has heard your dreams as well. And may you have the conviction to return to this space. For our best dreams are those that are dreamed together. In the name of God, the original dreamer, Jesus, the dream come true, and the Holy Spirit who enables us to be those who dream, go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a fantastic week.